Ladies and gentlemen, it is your MMA weekly habit. Yes, siree, it is in between rounds with Gabe and Botch. That's Gabe. I'm Botch. I'm pointing at myself. And, and this is the only Filipino MMA podcast that matters. Say it loud. Say it. <laughs> the only <laughs> Filipino MMA podcast that matters, as voted by our closest friends and family. Yep. And now my dog. I recently got a dog. So that's more to the numbers. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Gabe. What? It is episode five. And what a week we've had of fights and MMA news, starting with the most anticipated fight with Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> you ever thought I was going to say this? Nate and <laughs> presented, presented by Triller. <laughs> Triller. The, <laughs> the, How did, much did money do they have to fork out to get to get all that that airtime, man? Triller. Probably did you, a lot, dude. Mario. Um, who's that? Who's the one hosting it? He Mario was, there Lopez. Was like, yeah, Mario Lopez. Mario. There was this spiel there. He said that. Yep. Yeah. This isn't. You're right. This isn't TikTok, ladies and gentlemen. This is Triller. Yeah, so it's like right. this new thing where you, so yeah. bizarre. I mean, the whole thing was just bizarre. I actually thought they misspelled Thriller. Like, I know, yeah. I thought so too. But I was like, oh, it's actually Triller. Triller. And how Triller. about Snoop Dogg with that Coachella set? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, for your, everyone to know, uh, I didn't watch the entire thing. I only watched the fight that mattered, which was <laughs> Jake Paul. The most, important, <laughs> the most important boxing fight of the year. <laughs> Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson. Yep, wow. That- Unfortunately, that was the only one I watched. But wow. you know, what? Gabe over here watched the entire thing. He's gonna tell me all about it. He was sending me. He he said he was sending me different IG stories about it. So Everything. tell me, what was the experience? Everything. Well, first of all, let's let's give a shout out to our boy Israel Adesanya Izzy. for being on the commentating team. Mm-hmm. He did a pretty good job. He was great. He was great. He was great. He gave um, very good analyses. Mm-hmm. of what was happening so it was pretty cool to see him there also that guy with with this with the shoulder length hair who is that what's his name shoulder- I love that oh Mar- maro ranallo it's maro i Ranallo. love that guy's voice man dude mama mia i love so it dude where, where is he famous from well i knew him from nxt but he's also he's 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 been play-by-play commentator for different promotions i think he went in uh he was in bellator he was in different things let me pull it up for you i love that guy's voice man it's great. That's I, actually my goal when it comes to his casting. delivery is like so on point. And I you know find what? It's so entertaining. I find his references so entertaining. Yeah. He was able to have a conversation with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. And it made yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. I just love the way he reacts, man. Because even in a real fight, it sounds like mm. it's a WWE. True. Okay. So he, here he is. He is currently signed as a play by play by play announcer with MMA organization Bellator uh-huh. and also performs play by play duties for boxing broadcaster Showtime. He is also known for his stints in WWE, NXT, and SmackDown. Uh, he experienced Canadian football, ice hockey, professional wrestling, boxing, kickboxing, and mixed martial arts events. So this guy is the goat when it comes to play by play. That guy's amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I love the way he reacts to stuff. Mm-hmm. Imagine there, him and Mike Goldberg. Oh, it's just, it's going to be, it's just going to be <laughs> sound bliss every, like, just clip that, clip that, clip be, that. It's going to be audio nirvana <laughs> for an MMA. Okay. Fan. 
So if you have time after this, you I would suggest everyone as well who is listening, go to YouTube and check out Mauro Ranallo highlights. Mauro and it's Ranallo. Just, yeah, it's just him. Like there's a camera that's on him and you just see the expression in his face. Like, oh, wow, mamma mia. He is incredibly entertaining. Mm-hmm. He's incredibly He's great. Entertaining. And Snoop Dogg's... Re- okay, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, um, yeah, tell us about the event. You shouted out Izzy. You shout right. out Maro. They started in the desk. Also, shout outs to Sugar Ray Leonard. He was also there. Oh, yeah. He was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Sorry, I forgot to mention mm-hmm. the legend Sugar Ray. But, yo, he was good, I, too. He yeah, was... he, he's, he's chill. Mm-hmm. I, I like character commentators. Mm. You know? You like characters. You like Conor McGregor. I'm going to say it before you do. <laughs> I, I love characters, man. I love mm-hmm. Conor McGregor. I love all those crazy lunatics. Nick Diaz. Um, all right. <laughs> I wanted to say it. I can't say it. Can't. <laughs> but to our... 100 to 120. Yeah, and just, just um, you know, to let our 11 million viewers or listeners know, mm-hmm. um, Pot just giving me too much credit. I did not watch the whole event. Oh, I only watched the two fights that oh, matter. Jesus. <laughs> Presented by Triller. Triller. Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson, which is the co-main event mm-hmm. and the main event. Yeah, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. All right. Mm. So Jake Paul, should, which one do you want to do first? Let's do the wait. First of all, let's build. Let's do the lead up because there was a lot of music. There was a lot of performances. You know, so I'm it, glad you brought that up because it felt like a mini concert with was. some fights in between. Mm-hmm. So just to pull up the card here, one, two, three, four, five. There are five matches. So the undercard had Edward Vasquez versus Irvin Gonzalez Jr. Uh-huh. Then Jermaine Ortiz versus Somalian Segawa. That was okay. the that was the undercard. Then Badu Jack versus Blake McKernan. I hope mm. I pronounced all those names right. So those were the matches. So it's a it was a very interesting event. Just just like Triller, I have no idea who those people are. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we're sorry, Triller. Yeah, we're with filthy casuals come to well, boxing. So yeah. did this interest you in the world of boxing? No, no, no. absolutely okay. not. Um, right. I love I love celebrity fights. Mm-hmm. If anything, I would want boxing to continue these i guess celebrity matchups ah. because of the memes that come after <laughs> there, were, there were so many good nate robinson knockout memes that was just is comedic heaven so you mentioned that like let's talk about let, let's talk about the jake paul nate robinson fight of course absolutely we're talking about everything but the fight mm-hmm. um yeah so you know the, the lead up there were a lot of uh, performances by musicians who are famous on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Because for a little bit of context, Triller is trying to be like the new TikTok, essentially, right? That's why they had some exactly. strange had- performances. Um, cool music. Um, I felt a little out of place. But I think they did that because they knew that the boxers in the undercard were relatively unknown. Mm, yeah they needed that star power yeah and the pay-per-view was 20 bucks Mm. right and but the fight itself okay so one jake paul proved that he can box against someone who can't box okay uh you know i feel and we mentioned this earlier Mm -hmm. i feel like nate robinson came into the fight thinking he was going to overpower jake 
mm-hmm. he was going to just steamroll and go through him because of his NBA training, mm-hmm. his natural athlete athleticism. Right. Uh, he's only 36 years old, which is fairly young for a fighter. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he just came in thinking, all right, there's no way a 23-year-old YouTuber is going to physically best me, especially in boxing. Yeah, right? well, but Jake Paul, I, 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 that was the one fight I saw, and he looked good. He looked fantastic. He looked, he looked like he knew what he was doing. He fantastic. It felt kind of weird that Nate kept grabbing. Like, it's a boxing yeah. match, man. Yeah. Again, you just see the the difference in skill. <laughs> Nate, Nate felt like he was fighting in the hood. You know what I mean? He's like doing the whole like just Snoop, trying to scare him. Snoop Dogg was saying that. He's like, <laughs> oh, he's from punch the hood. He'll be all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he was coming at Jake like it was a street fight, mm-hmm. right? So he came in there, think he probably just trained like how he normally trained. I don't right. think he trained at all for Jake. <clears throat> I don't think he trained at all to box. Mm-hmm. He just trained, and he wanted to go in there and fight, right? Mm-hmm. But Jake came in there to box. He did, and he, he did. outboxed Nate. He he didn't play Nate's game, man. Mm-hmm. He didn't play like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock you out or anything. Yeah, like, he stood he, there. He stood yeah. his ground. He knew what to do after the clinch, right. and he got mm-hmm. the knockout. TK, uh, he got KO'd in the second yeah. round. One minute twenty four seconds, yeah. and he was out like. I'm trying to think yeah. of a, a metaphor for this, but out two like minutes out like a light, like, like a, a light. light. <laughs> yeah. Like a light. <laughs> I, I was, I was scared because he hit yeah. the mat hard. He did. He and, did. and Jake did what he said he was going to do. He's going to bounce his head on the canvas like a basketball, yeah. which he came out to like the song yeah. <laughs> basketball. It was a basketball. basketball. Yeah. That was good. That was a good, that was a nice touch. He's a showman. He's a showman, yeah. but he, he got my respect. Yeah, he really Definitely. trained for that fight. Jake got my respect. Jake really trained. He trains with Ryan Garcia, so it has to count for something. Mm-hmm. But major respect to Jake for really coming in there with a game plan, mm-hmm. for really going in there to box. He respected Nate enough to really box him and not just fight him. Right. Right. So that speaks volumes to Jake's character inside the boxing ring. You know, set aside his YouTube channel, his YouTube personality. But if we're going to talk about who Jake is as a person, as a fighter in the boxing ring, he's a whole different person. Right. All right, let's let's move on to after the fight. Yeah. He called out Conor McGregor, yeah, yeah, Dylan we're, we're Dennis. Get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Gonna <laughs> oh, get you got there. more to say about the fight? Yeah, yeah, you gotta get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and also <laughs> his, <laughs> po- his post fight interview, yeah, he was incredibly respectful. He was, he was, he he right. was very well mannered. He 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 was very his demeanor changed. Yeah. The problem yeah. child wasn't like notorious. Like he was, yeah. he was good. He was very humble. Yeah. And before we get to that part, I just want to say that Snoop Dogg's commentary throughout this whole fight uh, was absolutely <laughs> hilarious, right? <laughs> so when when Nate Robinson, I think, got knocked down the first or second time, Snoop Dogg was like, "Good Lord!" He was he was singing <laughs> gospel hymns already. Yeah, he was like, it was so good. Dude. It was so funny. Snoop Dogg should commentate. All the big fights. They should just Dana, Dana. Get Snoop Dogg. Get Snoop Dogg for the for the main team. Like he's done. I think the Contender series with Uriah Faber. 
mm, but nothing yeah, yeah. else after that. That's right? true. He he really did bring new life to that. And can I just say that just shows how Mauro Ronaldo is a very experienced commentator yeah. because he was able to make everyone shine at the desk, yeah. even Izzy yeah. having uh, Snoop Dogg read the stats and also right. make sense of the action. So it was a pretty interesting desk and I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I feel like that is, you know, the number one aspect of someone who's great at what they do. If they're able to look, make other people look good as well. Mm. Right. So that guy, Mauro Ronaldo's. Except in MMA, legend. he's a make, legend. Make your opponent look like a clown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now let's get to the post-fight interview. The call-out. Um, the very disrespectful call-out to Conor McGregor. Please. <laughs> Please. That's, that's the money fight. <laughs> I was half expecting him to say, Conor McGregor, you took You're everything I worked for. <laughs> but he uh, did he call out. Mm-hmm. He did call out Dylan Dennis, which I think is the fight to make. Mm. Okay, because let's face it, everyone's giving Jake Paul a chance already because of his last two fights. Mm-hmm. You know, against people who can't really box, right? He looks fantastic, yes, and he looked even better against Nate Robinson. But still, you know, he went against a guy who didn't really box, didn't know how to box, didn't train, and just knocked him out. But what happens when you put Jake Paul in the boxing ring with someone like Dylan Dennis mm. or Conor McGregor? Maybe For not sure. Conor. Definitely Let's go with the Dylan Dennis. Yeah. Dylan Dennis, though, he is a jiu-jitsu guy. He's an MMA fighter. Yeah. Boxing might be like a middle ground. And this it could actually be the real test for Jake Paul. Exactly. And exactly. you know what? Even uh, shout-outs to DC and Helwani. They talked about it. And that's what sparked the meme of... <laughs> Dylan Dennis choking out DC and exactly. pushing him up against that. the cage. I love that. I love that. Uh. I think it's ridiculous for for Daniel Cormier to say that Jake would beat Dylan in a boxing match. I think it's so crazy. I don't. Uh, I'm gonna play devil's advocate yeah. here. I wouldn't say it's that crazy because Jake Paul is putting in the work. That's true. He is solely focusing on just boxing. So it's not out of the realm of this world that he can beat Dylan Dennis. It might be, it'll be a war for sure. Cause I know Dylan Dennis can take a punch because that's what he has to go through to get that takedown. I saw his first Bellator fight. It, he, uh, Joe Rogan broke it down and he says yeah. he needs to work on his stand up. Yeah. But once you're I mean, on the ground, D- you're D- dead. Dylan's been fighting his whole life. Mm-hmm. And okay, here, here's my. Okay, here, here's my, my reason why I think Dylan beats Jake. 100%. All right, let's hear it. Right? One, number one being he trains with Conor McGregor. That's, who's that's probably, just your fanboy, your simpness coming most, out. Who's probably one of the most sophisticated strikers in the history of combat sports, right? And what will I say to support this statement? Okay? My supporting statement is another training partner that Conor has Artem Lobov. Oh my God. <laughs> beat Pauli Malanaji in a bare knuckle fight. And Pauli Malanaji is a professional boxer. And he's like, what? Multi- multiple champion. Not in his prime, though. <laughs> and bare but knuckles. Still, that's still, hood. <laughs> that's, still, that's a whole life of boxing training. All right. All right. Let's hear it. So, these. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, but that, I, I love that you bring that not in his prime thing. Mm-hmm. 
Because the Dylan versus Jake fight mm-hmm. is a prime versus prime fight. Yes. These both of these guys are peaking. Mm-hmm. Both of these guys have been beefing for the longest time. It's mm-hmm. absolutely the fight to make. It's exciting. Sure. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who Dylan is. And it's the fight that everyone wants to see. And I think pay-per-view-wise is going to do incredibly well. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's silly because... I mean, I think it's silly for boxers to call out MMA fighters. Right. But they're not open to coming into the octagon. Yeah, isn't that a bit weird? It's very strange to me. Mm-hmm. It's because like, you're... Yeah, you're restricting the MMA fighter exactly. to to single to, to two tools. There's right and left hand. Exactly. It would be like me challenging you to to a video game, right? Let's say you're really good at Tekken Seven, mm-hmm. but I'm really good at Street Fighter Five, and I'm like, all right, let's prove who's the best by playing in Street Fighter Five. It's like, no, that doesn't make. They any got sense. crossover characters now, so. Oh. Okay, that's that's uh, that's for video games, but okay, there was that debate. There is in Tekken. There is. In Tekken. No, they, they have crossovers for both. I mean, okay. there was Tekken Cross Street Fighter, and but besides the point, there was a. I wanted to add, there was this debate happening. What if, let's say, Conor McGregor challenges Mayweather in a MMA fight, but um, limited rules. Limited rules, like uh, Conor can't take down, but he can kick. Oh, that's gonna change things. Yeah. I mean, Connor doesn't really like to take down in general. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. I think with the kicks alone, he beats Floyd. Yeah. But um, with that stab was that, front was kick. That, yeah, my gosh. And uh, I think the one fighter that tried going was James Lights Out Tony. James Lights Out Tony. Yep. He fought Randy Couture. Mm, okay. Yeah, that didn't go so well because once he went on the ground, fish out of water, Done. man. Like, it was, it was pretty hard. It's easy for people to assume they'll know what to do once they're on the ground. Okay. So another in this week in MMA news, before we get to the Tyson versus uh, Roy Jones, uh, I don't know if you know this, but PFL signed Clarissa Shields, an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, boxing. That's going to be great. She's taking the challenge to head up to, I mean, we have sophisticated strikers like uh, Israel Adesanya that had his pedigree in kickboxing now moving Mm -hmm. to MMA. This is looking good. I've I haven't heard of Clarissa Shields, but looking at her her records, this is gonna only do good things for the sport. Absolutely. Imagine Clarissa Shields versus Amanda Nunes. Oh, we're oh bringing her up goodness. again. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dana. Just think. Dana. Dana, make Book it happen. It. Make it happen. But yeah, uh, Jake Paul versus Dylan Dennis. Hundred percent, the fight to make. Maybe against even Logan Paul, because mm. uh, they maybe a beating. tag team match, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> handicap match, Let's tables, go. ladders, and chairs, hell in a cell. <laughs> but yeah, Winner gets money in the bank. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a fight to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see Jake tested, mm-hmm. and I think Dylan fits the bill as a test in terms because let's face it, Jake's not gonna face a nobody. Oh yeah. Right, prize fighter. Let, let, let's say he, we find a journeyman fighter who's also twenty three, boxing his whole life, but nobody knows him. Jake's not going to go for that. Mm. The reason why Dylan Dennis makes sense is because Dylan Dennis has the skill mm-hmm. for people to say he's a real test for Jake, and he has the clout that justifies uh, Jake agreeing to the fight. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's a perfect fight, man. 
It all lines up. Let's see if the stars will align for that fight. Now, we, we got to move on to the Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. fight uh, before we wrap up just Ooh. talking about this week in, in, in fight history. <laughs> okay. So how did you feel about that fight? Um, I didn't see Mike, it. So. Iron Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, <clears throat> he looked great. He looked great. I mean, it was really cool to see Mike Tyson back in the boxing ring. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely got back in shape. He looked fantastic. All eight rounds, he was sharp. He was bouncy. He was flowy. He didn't get a knockout. Of course, you know, age is a factor. Mm-hmm. But for someone his age, he, he didn't look his age. Wow. He didn't look and move his age. Roy Jones Jr. didn't either, but he definitely fought his age. Mm-hmm. Right? He looked good as well, you know, rel- relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, all eight rounds were pretty much the same. Mike Tyson was fast, back and forth, throwing one-twos. Mm-hmm. Roy Jones Jr. was kind of dancing around him. I believe midway, Mike Tyson landed a good one-two, but didn't get the knockout. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like two uncles fighting at your family dinner. But I'm guessing it was cleaner than that. It was cleaner than that. A lot of drunken swinging, or that's my <laughs> no. family at least. <laughs> it was a good fight. It was a good fight in the sense that it's just cool to see Mike Tyson back in the boxing ring, looking right. good, mm-hmm. looking happy, and looking fit. True. You know, um, he said the gods of war were Call calling him, him mm-hmm. once again. So I don't think this is the last. Dude, time we'll Davidson Figueredo called him, dude. <laughs> There we go. God of War. <laughs> He's like, come, come to MMA. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, go, let's go. go fight a bantamweight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a good fight, man. I, mm-hmm. It was ex- it, it was cool. It was cool to see him. Although, in terms of excitement, um, it only went as far as seeing Mike Tyson in the boxing ring. Right. But if we're talking about exciting, like as a fight, it was mm-hmm. hardly exciting. Okay. Well, they can't call it a fight. It's more yeah, of an exhibition, exhibition match, right? No judges, eight rounds, no knockdowns. They could wear headgear if they wanted to. Did they wear headgear? They didn't, no, right? They didn't. They ended in a draw. Mm, yeah, for sure. So and it should have ended in a draw, just saying. Yeah, for sure. I don't Tyson think they clearly won that fight. Yeah, I, I think the point was just to show that these legends still got it. And I think yeah. that's what Mike Tyson's trying to do with his Only Legends League, right? Is that his right. thing? Only Legends League? Yeah, and, and like, they're donating to charity. So, mm. I mean, it's for a good cause. All right. Let's wrap this up with a nice shout out to Triller. That segment was brought to you by Triller, ladies so and gentlemen. Triller, if you want to sponsor this podcast, we'll oh. gladly take your money. Yep, we don't have TikToks. We TikToks. We, we go Triller. Zero, zero TikToks. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I do have a TikTok. By the way. I do too, but I'm not promoting it. Yeah, it's Triller. I have my TikTok. It's Triller, baby. <laughs> this is Triller. So, uh, yeah, the mm-hmm. post-fight interview was, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I guess, interesting. Mike Tyson was happy with the draw mm-hmm. because I think Mike Tyson's goal as a fighter for this fight was just really to get in there, mm-hmm. stretch his legs throw some punches, and just feel good again. Mm-hmm. Roy Jones Jr., on the other hand, looked shooked that it was really? a draw. Um, he, looked, he looked like he had a lot riding on this fight. 
Oh. Yeah, I think he's he's campaigning for a rematch or something like that. Wow. But yeah, the overall vibe was mm-hmm. he had a lot riding. On oh, side. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I, I actually thought that they wouldn't have a winner because there won't be any judges because it's an exhibition fight. You know, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a good point, but I guess they just had to declare some kind of result. Oh yeah, for, for sure. Because it's gonna be weird. Like they just hug it out, and like, right, what the is the over, guys? Yeah, what what would the ring announcer say? You decide That's... who the winner is. Mm-hmm. Text your votes now. Taboo Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> you decide the rules. You decide who wins. Mm-hmm. Pick the weapons. All right. Um, but the Jake, the Jake Paul and Nate Robinson fight was infinitely more exciting. Yeah, I, it ended in a decisive way because looking at the fights here, uh, the, there were there was only one def, like defeat that didn't go to the judges' scorecards. I believe it was the second one in the undercard. It ended in round seven. Then okay. Jake Paul and uh, Nate Robinson ended in the second round. So, yeah, we love seeing finishes. Yeah, I love I love those finishes, man. Just like mm-hmm. Dana. Dana. We're gonna fight in the night bonus. Mm-hmm. So again, so shout out to Dana White, man. Mm-hmm. We mention you every single episode. We do. We I'm make sure start DMing just... him our sound bites like every day. I'm just gonna DM him every freaking day. Dude, go go. Like, I'll just DM our posts. Mm-hmm. Our yeah, every day. Uh, audiogram no it. Let's uh, audiogram uh, this yeah. and send it to him. Yes, yes. Do that. Mm-hmm. Send it, uh, yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. Dana, yo, big, you know, UFC market here in the Philippines, exactly. and we're we could lead the helm here. Yeah, we're, we're the captains of the ship. Mm-hmm. We could you know, lead the charge. Have, yeah, if you guys have a show in the Philippines or in Asia, we'll we'll we'll, we'll be on the commentating team, or we'll cover it. Mm-hmm. We'll, be, we'll be part of the media. Yeah, we will be the Ariel Helwanis, but exactly. you you don't kick us out because exactly. we'll be very respectful. Exactly. <laughs> we'll we'll say everything you want to hear. Mm-hmm. You exactly. won't leak information like Ariel, <laughs> and we won't be as obnoxious as the schmo. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll be very respectful. We know these guys have been through Dude, wars. No joke. I'm gonna mm-hmm. put it in my calendar every day. I'm gonna send Dana a DM. Every day. every day, every day, every day. We won't we won't have a sound by every day though. No, I'll just send the same post over and over. Oh, until whatever the latest you? is, I'll send it. Okay. Let's let's talk about Dana then. How we're thankful for him because this is the post Thanksgiving episode. Very good. I love that, dude. You're so good at that. Thank you. You are so (laughs) good at that, man. I keep saying, man, you're really good at that, dude. Why? Thank you, sir. Yeah, gotta get those segues. So again, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Thanksgiving episode of the In Between Rounds podcast, and you know, there's a lot to be thankful for. One of the things I'm very thankful for is MMA and the man in charge of that is Dana White. Dana White, the legend, the icon, um, the most recognizable bald guy in the world. More than Mr. Clean. More than he's, Mr. Clean. Yeah, he's larger than life. This Perhaps Dana even White. more than The Rock. I would say that. Yeah, I would say that. Right? He definitely has more personality than yeah, The Rock. For me. With Jason for me. Statham. Ooh. You better send him this one. I'm going to make two audiograms. Okay, and yeah, send him two this audiograms. One. Just, yeah, dude, this is... Upload whatever on Instagram. I'll fix the captions. Mm-hmm. Just upload. Tell me when they're up, and I'll fix the captions. All right, all right. That's let's teamwork. go. That's teamwork, right so, there. So. so yeah, this year was a real stinker in terms of sporting events and just yeah. you know getting together with friends. But you know what, Dana led the charge here. 
made Fight Island happen. The first time I heard of Fight Island, I thought it'd be like Mortal Kombat. Like, what's going on? Dead or alive? What's like, are they going to fight anywhere? Yeah. They're fighting in the sand. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's so cool. Yeah. I I honestly thought they were going to fight in an open space. I thought it was the octagon they kept using for the promotions. Same. I thought, oh, was that? But I do know some events that had it in open ground and it started to rain. And it was a it was a crap show from there because the fighters couldn't get any traction. So I, I'm I'm cool that they went indoors. I don't think they could have done the outdoors because of like the heat. Oh yeah, for I sure. Think heat was going to be a factor for sure. Mm-hmm. Also, if like let's say you're a jujitsu guy and someone gets slippery right off the bat from the sweat, that's gonna yeah, exactly. that's gonna be really bad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Thankful for Dana because the COVID. You know, beat up everybody, mm-hmm. but it didn't beat up the UFC. They kept going, man. They did. I don't think they missed a beat. They kept soldiering on, and I think they even have more content than ever. I, exactly. I don't know the real numbers, but I'm pretty sure they're producing more yeah. than enough content for the uh, for their yeah. uh, Fight Pass, ESPN Plus. Everyone's happy in the world of MMA. Dana White was smart enough to treat the early phase of COVID as the new normal. Mm. He was in new normal mode when we were in like, when are things going to go back to normal? Right. He, he was the first guy to be like, all right, this is it. And this is going to be it for the time. Quite a while. Mm-hmm. And for quite a while. And he was right. Mm-hmm. You know, he did the bubble thing. He did the fight island thing. And all the other sports followed. True. Everyone else followed. Pioneer. Even the the UFC is it is it what do you call it an annex the one where they the hold apex. their the, the apex, apex yeah the apex center that is you know when they were building that and we they're didn't know anything about COVID yeah like why and then now it's like very essential yeah mm-hmm. Dana White everyone was like Dana White's just building his own pay- playground to do whatever mm-hmm. he wants correct and now when something like COVID happens the apex. <laughs> Has never been more relevant. Mm-hmm. He he technically had the first ever sports bubble already. Yeah, that's without true. even wow. thinking about it being a bubble. Mm-hmm. Man, genius is only appreciated when it's passed, right? Yeah, when it's and, said and done. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a gym, mm-hmm. there's nutrition center, nutrition yeah. center, a media center. They don't octagon. need any. They, they don't, don't need, need a venue. Yeah, it's all in house. They're all set. They have a clinic. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be surprised if it was like a mini hospital. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if there's an airport in there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the and landing strip. This. this is different from the UFC Performance Institute. Oh, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's different. These are two different facilities in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So he, he technically prepared for a pandemic without even thinking about it. Mm. Just he just made it because he wanted in-house everything for the mm-hmm. sport, and it came in handy. Right, that's true. Yeah. Dana salutes to you. That is our first shout out for the Thanksgiving episode. Exactly. So Dana, also, we're gonna make it out there to Vegas soon. So please give us a tour. Please of both do the Apex mm-hmm. and the the and the UFC Performance Institute. We'd love to cover it. Yeah, because tourists are not allowed. Oh, they're not. Visitors are not allowed. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to be extra special. So wow. Dana, Dana, please. you know you want it. 
Exactly. We want do it for the in betweeners out there. Eleven million betweeners. The eleven million listeners. Boom. Boom. So you know what? There there have been some blemishes this year. You know, some people did have to pull out because of COVID. Yeah. Like the I'm just I'm just trying to uh make sure. I know recently it was Curtis Blades and yeah. really recently was Leon Edwards. Yeah. And I'm trying to look at the it was I I'm pretty sure Burns got it before facing Usman. That's why Jorge Masvidal had to come in. But oh, that brings yes, 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 yeah. yes, 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 yes. But yes. that that just brings up the whole uh highlight of these guys, you know, stepping up to the challenges, mm-hmm. right? Like the Paul Felders, the 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 Jorge Masvidal's, these exactly. guys that come in last minute. And also uh shout outs to Davidson Figueredo because three weeks notice and he's going to defend his title again exactly again that's savage right there mm-hmm. and, and what's funny is mm-hmm. the, the week that they announced leon edwards got covid mm-hmm. also the same week they announced jakar soza was back right Jakar Souza, mm-hmm. who's coming back from being positive for covid mm. so interesting give it yeah. to you. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's. I really hope it doesn't affect their performance in any way because I heard there may be some long-term effects. But you know, uh, let's see how this goes because um, this this might be the new norm. And I hope them speedy recoveries and anyone that's uh, has this uh, yeah crappy. I think physically, disease. physically healthy people or fairly healthy people mm-hmm. have a very high chance of recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, I know, I know a few people who have recovered from it. Mm. So that's great. It's All totally right. recoverable if mm-hmm. you're, I know, young, healthy-ish, mm-hmm. in your forties. That's good. Well, I'm sure these UFC athletes are like at the prime of their shape right now. I mean, I feel like they'll just sweat it out. <laughs> yeah. Sweat this, sweat this COVID out. <laughs> 12, 12 five minute rounds straight. Mm-hmm. So that fight with Leon Edwards, uh, so he's he's out. Is the card still pushing through? I feel like they replaced it with something else. They replaced the main. I'm pulling it up. Who was he supposed to fight again? Chimaev. Oh yeah. Mm, we can't say that. Ka- yeah, can't say that. <laughs> Podcast Network Asia. That would have yeah. been a fantastic. I yeah, that would have been a great fight. Uh the undercard is still I believe it's still happening. We have Stephen Thompson versus Geoff Neal. That's gonna be good. I'm a I'm a Wonder Boy fan, so really? I'd love to see that. Yeah. This uh December twenty. Yep, that's the gonna be good. The nicest guy in the world. Yeah, the nicest the w- w- what's the award Errol gave him? Not the BMF, but the, the nicest, nicest mofo. Yeah, the nicest guy. You know what? What's I'm up everybody? Mm-hmm. Episode on Instagram right now. Right now, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. All right. Do you want to get that out of the way? You you thankful for Conor McGregor? Exactly. Exactly. What? What was his last fight? It was against Dude, the uh, cowboy. Was a year, cowboy, right? Yeah. Also in mm-hmm. January of this year. This he's year, he's fighting right? again a year later. He's no Davidson Figueredo though. So much for the 2020 season. Yeah, but you know you gotta wait for that audience for conor mcgregor right of course i mean conor mcgregor is not going to fight in the apex i don't think mm-hmm. it would have to be fight island 
How do you think they're going to be? Because I know in New Japan, they do have an audience, but they're not allowed to... I don't think they're allowed to scream because the virus and stuff. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be like that? Everyone's just going to be seated? There are going to be barriers? What do you think is going to be the protocol here for Connor versus Dustin? Two. Yeah, I think it's going to be that way. I mm. feel like Dana is also going to be open to very, very important people like higher than vip oh yeah like vvip vvip i feel mm-hmm. like it's gonna be <clears throat> probably a couple thousand a pop mm. or i and think it's gonna be like an all-inclusive twenty-five thousand dollar fight island weekend i'm sure and that includes covid testing yeah. and just the works right i, I wouldn't be you know what let's, uh, we're, let's call it right now mm-hmm. let's call it right now the UFC and Ordena is going to announce a super ultra premium package for Fight Island for Connor Dustin too. I'm sure I'm, that see, I'm I'm seeing it already. It's gonna be like <laughs> it, it's gonna be like a Coachella for MMA. Wow! Oh my gosh, Coachella! I'm calling I love it. Coachella. There's gonna be an ultra premium package. It's yeah. Mm. It's either gonna be a week long. Mm-hmm. or like a weekend pretty but sure you bet your ass you bet your yeah. ass it's gonna be airline ticket covid testing meet and greet obviously cage side seat open workouts open workouts press con food drinks parties the works man the works. yeah i'm pretty sure the works that's gonna be dope that's gonna be yeah it's gonna be fucking dope oh the first f-bomb yeah it, it was it was it was necessary it was necessary that's gonna be fucking dope mm-hmm. that's that's gonna be great you know i i man i want to live vicariously through through whoever's gonna live through that because it's gonna be great boys milk boy shout out full <laughs> send it dude imagine if like one day we get asked to do that too like oh, I'll just hang out with Dana White. Yo, White we got to shoot her shot. Yeah, we got to say that out loud so the universe will know. Right. Hey, man. Uh, no, sky's the limit yeah. with what we're doing here. And I think yeah, day in, day out. We just our cards right. We just can't oh, piss yeah. off Dana like how Ariel pisses off Dana. We won't because we love Dana. And we can't be overly obnoxious like the schmo. Yeah, we can't. can't. Right. Honestly, like at this point, I'm not even questioning any of his decisions. Yeah. And like, like you know, we can't be sleepy like Luke Thomas. We have to be. A, <laughs> we gotta be young. We gotta be lively. We gotta be present. We gotta yeah. act like Marks. We are Marks, dude. Dana That's the thing. Marks, man. We're, we're we love we're, yeah. we are Marks. It's it's yeah. not that we have to pretend. We no. freaking love it. Mm-hmm. I love Conor McGregor. I don't care. No, really. Wow, that's news. I don't care if he threw a dolly and allegedly almost blinded Ray Borg. I don't give. I don't give two. two you don't care that, that he gave a three piece soda no. and a soda to no. an old man. No, <laughs> you got to draw the line there, man. His good outweighs his bad. So they're totally different. I think <laughs> they're totally different. I just and, like that he's Connor in a new chapter. This on Instagram. Look at that. He he he's in a new that's chapter of his Connor. life. Let's. He is. Let's let's hopefully that Dolly incident just be a memory of the past. And the thing is, what what's good is that this is why. Um, look, he's notorious. I get it, but he's changing, 
And that's what I feel John Jones should do if he wants to get in the good graces of fans. But if not, just embrace the hate, John. Yeah. Embrace the hate. Be yourself and just go full heel. Exactly. But I really think he's not like Connor, though. He's just going to embrace that hate. Connor, he's 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 a dick, but he's a lovable guy. Yeah, he is very lovable. Mm-hmm. Because it really comes down to, and we talked about this before, mm-hmm. authenticity, man. Mm. You you can never say that Connor's not being himself, and he is, which is why he's full of ups and downs. Yeah, because he's just being himself. And aren't True. we all trying to be ourselves? Oh, you know, everyone's wearing masks these days, yeah. and literally and figuratively. But yeah. the best thing for you to do is to the best thing for you to do is just be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that N69 mask. You know what I mean? Stop promoting Nelk Boys. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, exactly. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, one of the last things I'm going to say, is there anything else you want to say um, in terms of Thanksgiving for this year in terms of MMA? Of course, man. I think this one is going to surprise you. I was going to, I think we're saying the same thing. I feel like we're going to say the same thing. Are we going to say it at three? Say we're going to say it at three. Okay. Yeah, we say the, the one word. Okay. okay well, the one word? Wait, are we going to say one word? or yeah, what? one word, one word. Mm-hmm. I think, okay. Are we like, are we thinking about the same thing? You better not fucking there say There are 11 Connor. million viewers who did not discuss this in advance. I hope we I, get I, it right. I, I, yeah, okay. One word, what it is, right? Okay. One word. We'll say what it is we're thankful for. In yeah. One word. Okay. okay. Count us down. Okay, three, two, one. You. Podcast. Oh yeah, you. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, you. Exactly, same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like a one word. Yeah, there but the podcast. Go. That's a good. Your your answer was better, but technically mm. it meant the same thing. Yeah, dude. This journey. We've only had five episodes yeah. in, but like, how long have we known each other? A exactly. month or two? Like, it's it's been That's a wild cool. ride, sir. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Totally thankful for you. Totally thankful for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. It's probably this is probably one of the coolest like creative things i've ever done same 100 percent. i was right you told me to reactivate my twitter it's up now ladies and gentlemen yeah, so if you do want to follow me it's all the time same well yeah you don't you don't tweet as much but i, don't I, I try much. to not yeah. not currently not currently so i tried looking back at my old tweets like in 2015 and i have tweets of me like tweeting about ufc the one where anderson silva lost the title to weidman oh, i'm like dang go. you know what i've been tweeting about this my twitter has been always it been inactive but you know what this podcast seems like a really good outlet for my mma fandom so there thank you go. man exactly exactly i mean you know i always share on my ig stories but you know, sometimes it gets too much. Mm. You know, I, it's good to have a place to talk about it, right? Long form, mm-hmm. right? and very expressive in in terms of not being only sixty seconds in an IG story. It's it's hard to encapsulate <clears throat> what you feel after a fight, and this is a great outlet. And to the eleven million listeners out there we hope that this has been an outlet for you guys as well please do reach out to us on ig i think that's our only platform for now but we have our personal platforms as well if you want us to talk about different things i know someone reached out to gabe telling us to talk about the the fight with nate and uh paul jake paul i'm gonna link it to him right after well as soon as it's up Mm -hmm. yeah so we, we, we want that. We want to, you know, grow this podcast with you guys. The in-betweeners. Let us the know if that's a cool name. <laughs> it's a cool oh, name, man. right? Send mm-hmm. us an email. Send us a crow. 
snail mail. Wrapping up. Are we wrapping up? We could. We got two minutes left before we hit that 45 mark. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, man. Thankful for you. Thankful for the pod. The future's looking really bright. Mm -hmm. And we just got to keep going. Yep. Everyone listening, thanks for all the support. Yep. Um, We will be kicking up the marketing and promotions as soon as episode six is up. Mm -hmm. So after that, see how it goes son. yeah we're fun. thinking about you know what having guests over yeah just uh yeah. different fight companions i know gabe and i were talking about ted talks charity streams <laughs> uh we're Which giving streams. away cars yeah. facebook streams just yeah. the works the works I, I'm, I'm excited to play around with the pod a little bit like 2021 when i get my gaming pc oh yeah that's gonna be when i get like a webcam and everything mm-hmm. so yeah, let's do that. Red sky is the limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and guys, you know, we're literally just talking about stuff that's happening from the last episode to the current episode. Right. You know, we're we're not even doing the content we have planned yet. We're not. We, we a have a list to be yeah. done. Mm-hmm. We have a list full of them, you know. So far these these have been almost just like we, weekly catch-ups. Yeah, that's true. So we got a lot planned. Fight Mm -hmm. retrospects, fighter retrospects, deep analyses. Gonna dissect call outs, different mannerism. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. We're gonna have really cool like top ten lists or Mm -hmm. listicles, really. Yeah, I would love also to have like an expert talk to us, talk us through a fight maybe, or talk us through like a training camp. I would really want to interview like how a fight camp goes. If I feel like realistically, it. our first guest is mm-hmm. going to be Jonathan Fong. Mm, let's do that. Yeah. yeah. He's already mm-hmm. said yes multiple times. Okay. Shout outs to Jonathan Fong. Sir Fong, thank you I'm, so I'm, much. I'm going for... to post this, mm-hmm. this episode as soon as it's up and tag him in, in the story. Dude, I would love to get to know him. Sounds like a great guy. Hey, listen, listen, listen to the last three minutes. Mm-hmm. We're talking about you, son. Mm-hmm. Powerful Jonathan Fong. <laughs> right, so, so should we do the plugs? Uh, yeah, let's do it. The Instagram page, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you do want to follow us on IG, we are, we are currently working on it. All the updated episodes are there on the link in the bio, as well as, you know, a little bit of audiograms, just a snippet of what is to come in the next ep- or the, the episode that did just get up. It is in between rounds PH on IG. And for me, it's underscore Parch spice on Instagram and the Twitter. And for, yeah. And for me, it's at Gabe Ojeda on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and OnlyFans. Nice. Dude. <laughs> in between round OnlyFans. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> Dana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Also, shout out to our possible producers. Hey. Oh, yeah. Let's network Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, we're actually working towards showing you what we're going to have. Kind of oh, for sure. In. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, if you guys are going to end up listening to every episode up to the 10th, but we're just letting you know we're coming. I'm coming. We're coming. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be a big prospect, you guys. <laughs> we're, we're 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 not in the rankings yet, but we're about to crack the top ten. We are, yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> only material, only MMA podcast that yeah, matters. Exactly, the only Filipino mm-hmm. MMA yeah, I podcast. I know it's fine. 
The only M. The SE now I forgot it too. The only Filipino Pino. MMA podcast that matters. Let's go. And Why on do that, I emphasize no. Filipino. Because we're Filipino, I, dude. Because we're Filipino. Mm-hmm. And because you know, support local. Hashtag support local. Yeah, that's how it goes. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Gabo head up, Watch Estrada, wrapping up this episode of In Between Rounds, all about Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you at the next round. Boom! I love that. Boom! That's how mm. we do. Cut.